This is Bentley Manning. And this is Kellen Day. This is an experiment to see what happens when church gets canceled. And we find new ways to connect. This is... This is... This is... Empty Pews. Good morning, Kellen Day and podcast listeners. Um, Normally our podcast is filled with a lot of um, education and entertainment, uh, but it seems necessary at the moment to make this a bit more just kind of informative. Yeah. Um, It's also been a long time since we put a podcast out. Do you think we say that every time we start a podcast now? Like, it's been a while since we've been with you. Yeah, but usually that's like two or three weeks, and now we're up to like five, six weeks. Yeah. And I think that's the longest we've gone since the pandemic has, you know, began. Yeah, if we had corporate sponsors, they would have dropped us. Right. Um, But yeah, we're coming to you because there's a lot of, like, really important information and exciting things happening around the church, and we want to make sure... That you've heard it from us, from the source, what's going on. The horse's mouth. <laughs> exactly. Horses don't talk. Why do they say that, Kellen? From the horse's mouth. What's that? Where does that come from? I'm the wrong person to ask about idioms. You know this. Yeah. If you all know why we're talking about horses talking, um, let us know. But um, I think the main thing for everyone to know is that on Palm Sunday, we will be back in our main sanctuary to worship together in the kind of new space. That's April 10 at 10.30. We're only doing one service on Palm Sunday. If you show up at the 8 o'clock chapel service, no one's going to be there. Um, So (laughs) just show up for 10.30, maybe a little bit before that, to kind of get your bearings. We'll hopefully be processing in from the garden into the new nave altogether. April 10 at 10.30, Palm Sunday. So that begins the kind of holiest week of the Christian year. And then the next service that we'll have together um, is, of course, we'll have morning prayer throughout the week, but uh, the next service is Monday, Thursday, uh, the service where we remember Christ's commandment to love one another as he has loved us. That will take place in the new sanctuary as well. And Kellen, remind us what time that's going to be. It's going to be at 5.30 p.m. So join us at 5.30 uh, for Monday, Thursday. Uh, It's one of, in my mind, Kellen, I don't know about you, I think it is one of, if not the most beautiful services of the Christian year. 
Oh, it's stunning. Um, yeah, there's like a lot of really beautiful pieces that you only get on Monday, Thursday, including, you know, the washing of the feet, the stripping of the altar. It's a really incredible service. The institution would, of the Eucharist. Yes. I would make a, a big effort to be there if I were you. I would too. And then on Good Friday, a service at noon in the new space as well. Yeah. You're looking at me, Kellen, like I've given the wrong time. It's noon. It's noon. Okay. So noon on Good Friday, um, where we remember uh, Christ's passion, uh, death um, at Calvary. Um, Please be with us for that. And then on Saturday, um, of course, the Altar Guild and Flower Guild will be busy bees getting ready for our Easter celebration. I believe that I'll be saying prayers for Holy Saturday um, with them. Around 1 p.m. Around 1 p.m. So if you're on the Flower Guild or Altar Guild, uh, we'll have that um, informal uh, time of prayer together. And then later on that evening is the great vigil of Easter. Uh, Kellen, would you mind uh, filling in the gaps here? What Tell us about the great vigil and what time it is and, and um, for those who've maybe never been. Oh boy. The Great Vigil is um, an epic liturgy. It begins with a new fire. You hear um, God's works and um, with God's people throughout all of history by reading a number of scripture passages. Um, it is kind of this turning point where we leave Holy Week and enter Easter and the liturgy embodies that, um, that pivot point in really startling, beautiful, exciting ways. Um, Y'all should come. The only reason I didn't say Monday, Thursday is the most beautiful service of the year is because I had the great vigil of Easter in the back of my mind. Um, It's stunning. It's beautiful. Like you said, Kellen, encourage you all uh, to join us. If you're worried about a lot of people on Sunday morning, why not come to the Easter vigil and celebrate Easter that way? Um, And then, of course, Sunday morning, we will have two uh, Easter liturgies, two uh, Feasts of the Resurrection services for the Feast of the Resurrection at 9 o'clock and 11.15. Is that right? That's right. I'm trying to keep up. Um, So a full slate of services um, to uh, live into, again, the most holy week of the Christian year and a way to uh, live into our new space together as a parish family. Um, So uh, please be with us. Um, It will be good for your soul. It will be good uh, for our growth together in Christ. And it will be uh, good uh, to be back together.
quick word about getting back together. I'm mindful, Kellen, that the building will not be 100% complete. Uh, as you come in, know that probably 98% of the sanctuary proper, the nave and sanctuary, is finished. And this is why we can celebrate um, these services in the new space. But the rest of the building um, still has some uh, finishing work to do. Uh, we'll be able to walk around and use it. Uh, but just a word that not every single um, piece is finished yet. Um, and know that we uh, will be working as uh, diligently as possible to kind of wrap things up entirely. But uh, grateful that we're able to be back into uh, our space um, at this time. So... Um, as we both know, there are a lot of questions about the new space, and I was wondering if I could just take some time to, you know, ask you some of those things, Bentley, and you could you could answer. That'd be great. I'd love to do that, Kellen. Okay, so the first Sunday that we're in the new space, Palm Sunday, is that the same as like a dedication ceremony or a dedication service? One of the things, Kellen, that is true is that we believe that some of the spaces are blessed by their use. So we trust that God's blessing will be with us as we um, enter into the new space. But we will have um, a time later on in the summer um, to dedicate and give thanks and celebrate the good work of the church. Of course, getting into the church during Holy Week has a slightly different uh, character and tone than that of kind of full celebration. So our celebration will be slightly muted um, since we're entering into it during Holy Week, but I trust that it will be um, prayerful, uh, which is exactly what I think you want when you're coming back into a sanctuary. So, so we will not be blessing it formally uh, during Palm Sunday, but hope to do so later on in the summer. And um, will there be times for, you know, other folks in the community, uh, maybe not on a Sunday morning, to come and check out the space? And are we going to do like an open house? That's a great question, Kellen. As you know, uh, our completion date has moved around over this past year. And so we've had a tentative open houses uh, scheduled um, and those have moved. So we will certainly have um, some open house time um, where maybe we have some refreshments once we get into the Easter season and um, some folks who can from the vestry who can guide us through the space together and just uh, live in it a little bit. But we will certainly have those moments uh, in the future. But now is not the time given um, that it's Lent, I don't think. Um, <clears throat> in the bulletin at Palm Sunday, it says leave in silence. Are are you being serious about that, or is that a joke? <laughs> it's as serious as I know how to be, Kellen. Um, you know, the old space, one of the things that I think, I don't know to the listeners, I mean, when I walk into a sanctuary, especially some of the kind of more beautiful ones um, throughout the world, I find that I have the impulse to take my hat off, to walk a bit more slowly, uh, and to be quiet uh, in order to aid in some prayer. So we're going to be doing all we can to try to remind folks that the sanctuary and the nave, that is a place for us to pray and to worship God. We have a beautiful uh, parish hall that's been renovated. That's a place for fellowship and joking and talking. And so we're going to do all we can uh, to keep um some reverence and a posture of prayer in the sanctuary. So when we say in the bulletin, uh, leave in silence, uh, we do mean it. 
And that will mostly be during Holy Week. We don't have that in bulletins every Sunday. No. Um, when do you think is the first time we'll be able to be in the fellowship hall together? I think the first time we'll be in the fellowship hall together will probably be Easter Sunday. It's, it won't be finished, um, but we'll be able to walk out of the sanctuary and uh, enjoy each other's company um, after our services um, on Easter Sunday. That's what I expect. And Bentley, will there be a time for us to learn as a community about the space, about the Christian symbolism, um, <clears throat> about the architecture? Are we going to be able to do that? That's a great question. So, of course, there will be a time. Um, in addition to trying to think about some resources that we can publish uh, to have around the church uh, that talk about some of the symbolism, we will also be having um, some Sunday morning education beginning in May, I believe. Um, and, and those classes will be um, exactly this very thing, Kellen, where we're exploring uh, Christian symbolism imagery um, and artwork to better understand our space so that it might aid in our prayer. I believe the series is called Theology in Stone and you should come to it. You should. It'll be great. Theology in Stone is it. A word about that, Kellen. Uh, the 19th century art critic uh, Ruskin uh, believed that the church was a book, um, that the church had a voice, had something to say, and uh, what a joy it'll be uh, to, to kind of read the church together uh, and to hear uh, what it might have to say to us. Oh, that's lovely. On a more personal note, Bentley, what do you find yourself most anxious about and what are you most excited about? Um, Kellen, I think what I'm most, not I think, I know, what I'm most anxious about are just simply expectations. Uh, my expectations about the liturgies, about them going well, and then also uh, other people's expectations coming into the space, knowing that it's not entirely finished yet, I hope that those pieces aren't a distraction uh, from the main thing, which is the worship of God. Um, so I think expectations, um, both my own expectations and other people's expectations, the more we can enter the space without those, I think the better. Um, what I'm most excited about, um, whew, I, hard to say. I mean, a prob I mean, I don't. I'm looking forward to celebrating at the altar. I mean, that's a particular thing I'm looking forward to. Um, that's it. Um, and maybe even the kind of setting of the altar, the moment kind of where we're. Um, in our final step of preparation. Um, that will be, I think, a powerful moment.
we approach Palm Sunday and this um, wonderful regathering, here's a blessing from Jan Richardson called the Blessing of Palms. This blessing can be heard coming from a long way off. This blessing is making its steady way up the road toward you. This blessing blooms in the throats of women, springs from the hearts of men, tumbles out of the mouths of children. This blessing is stitched into the seams of the cloaks that line the road, etched into the branches that trace the path, echoes in the breathing of the willing colt, the click of the donkey's hoof against the stones. Something is rising beneath this blessing. Something will try to drown it out. But this blessing cannot be turned back, cannot be made to still its voice, cannot cease to sing its praise of the one who comes along the way it makes. Come and worship with us on Palm Sunday for all of Holy Week and for every Sunday afterwards. Come and hear the word of God proclaimed. Come with your family and friends. Come and receive the sacrament and know the nearness of Christ. Come and rest in the beauty. Come and see the glory of God revealed. We love you. We miss you. God's peace.